Welcome to Atlanta! <laughs> that was not planned, but I thought there was only fitting. I know. <laughs> As that's what I say whenever you land or walk in the door, wherever you may be in Atlanta, and I feel like that is the Atlanta welcome. Oh gosh, I know. It's great to be back here. Um, so, first of all, uh, welcome to On the Verge podcast, episode three, season two. Um, as you can tell, I'm back in Atlanta again. <laughs> we recorded the first two episodes in Atlanta as well. Yes. It's amazing. We have a live, <laughs> this is just live now. So. I, guess, I guess now I have to record the entire season here now. Yeah. Oh, God. I have there to. We go. <laughs> So, um, once again, guys, uh, welcome to On The Verge podcast. Um, my name is Willie, and this is Tammy, um, and we are here in Atlanta. And, you know, the, this week's episode, we, we were, you and I were actually just kind of discussing it a little bit, um, yeah. and just different things kind of going on in our lives recently and everything, getting from the past, we were kind of reminiscing about uh, different things uh, in the past. And this episode, we want to talk about not being afraid of success. Yes. And what that, first of all, what success looks like and what is it about success that one may be afraid of? You know, yes. we've, we've been entrepreneurs for, you know, a few, quite a few years now. And there's that roller coaster you go through, um, business is really slow and dry and you're panicking but also it's explosive it's great it's prosperous right but there but that can also feel a little uneasy too because you're not quite sure how long it's going to last where it's coming from what this means and what to do with it mm -hmm. so so we want to talk about a little bit more just you know just not being afraid of success yeah and and what that would look like i think that's great and i think what's such an important point is that Success, it doesn't always translate to a financial gain. Yes. Yes, certainly it has that success component of the financial gain, but it's not always necessarily that. So I think success is being able to fill your pipeline. Success is being able to have meaningful conversations, being able to have more recognition, more impressions, more growth. Those, that's success. And I think also just before we even get into that conversation, that realizing you have to celebrate those little wins along the way. Yes. As opposed to that, that old mantra, that old mindset, when I do this, I will be happy. Yes. When I accomplish this, I will be dubbed as successful or I will feel successful. Exactly. Because you know what? As you are growing through your success from point A to point B or point A to D, wherever that may be, yes. it is that that, uh, that success barometer will change. It will. It will. And, 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 and like you said, wherever you are in your career, that path of entrepreneurship or whatever, whatever it may be. It doesn't even have to be an entrepreneurship. It could just be your relationship and marriage and your friendships, whatever. But just not being afraid to take it to the next level, to yeah. let it get to the next level. Um, you know, sorry, I kind of shared with you, you know, a couple of years ago in, in real estate and fairly early on in my career, I think within my first full year, I had an explosive year. 2018 was amazing. It was great. And there were one of two things I could have done with that. One, I could have just kind of let it go to my head and was like, oh yeah, this like great, you know, no one can stop me and my shit don't stink. <laughs> but I, you know, but in that time, I also had to be very mindful about mm. 
this can be taken away. How did you know, did, were you operating out of, this could be taken away at any moment or was it just being more proactive in your planning, in your thinking? Um, more proactive in my planning and thinking. So yes, there was a moment maybe where, you know, you kind of panic because you have the successor, all this money coming and whatnot. And you, you, for a moment, you want to make sure, okay, my, my spending my money, right? Am I planning? Am I saving it? Right? Am I doing whatever, um, the business that I'm getting, am I getting it ethically? Am I getting it good? Or am I compromising my integrity to get this business? So, so I, you, you kind of have those moments and those thoughts, but once I realized that this is coming because of what I'm doing and how, um, you know, how, how good I'm doing my business and mm-hmm. people want to work with me. Now I have to say, okay, I'm grateful for this. And I know this can all be taken away. Mm-hmm. What can I do to maybe soften the inevitable blow <laughs> in a year from now or when the season gets dry yeah. or what can I do to, um, to, to, to make sure I can take full advantage of this moment mm-hmm. of this season, um, you know, in real estate, um, especially where you ever you are in the country, you know, highs and lows. In the summer, sure. it's explosive. In the winter, it's a little quieter and drier. Right, right, right. Um, so I wanted to say, okay, I'm successful right now. Things are good right now. What is it that I can do that I'm doing right now that I can keep doing in the future yes, yes. Um, to to make it easier, make it better? Um, but also finding ways to stay humble. You know, I would, I, I remember during that time, like I was praying a lot and I was thanking God a lot just for the blessings and for what was coming right, right. and making sure that I'm, I'm using this opportunity wisely. And then I'm, I'm continuing to make my clients first, you know, I might have shitload of them, but making sure that all of my clients yes. that Getting enough of you. Yes. Getting enough of you. And the best of me. And the best of you. I think that's so important. Um, But also just staying humble, I think it's important. But I'd love to dive into that a little bit. But before we get into that, it's sort of how do you define success? Is society defining success for you? Mm -hmm. Is the internet setting your sort of timeline of success yes. to say, listen, you know, you're 25, you're 30, mm-hmm. 35, 40, whatever, wherever you may be in that sort of um, time frame, who's setting that success yes. for you? Is it you? Have you sat down and said, this is what success, or let's rephrase that. This mm-hmm. is what accomplishment, oh, let's rephrase again. <laughs> this is what accomplishment looks like to me. Yes. And I don't, and I think success is tossed around in so many different capacities, whether it is um, money or awards or um, the blue check mark on social, whatever that may be. But I think we've also got to define what success is to us internally. What is accomplishment to us? Absolutely. You know, um, I think um, kind of the point that you're making too, you can't, you can't measure your success based on other people's definition of success. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and, I, and, I th- and I think in a lot of different worlds and a lot of different spaces, it's easy to do that because, yes. you know, like, like in real estate and especially at home, you have real producers, you have the top this and top that. Yeah. You have every real estate agent, including myself, admittedly so, 
has award-winning. I mean, all you have to do <laughs> is sell like 10 houses a year to be considered, to award. get some kind of award, you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, you, you, you get something or, you know, everyone says top producer, but what does that mean? Me. It's all of these overinflated um, titles and awards, if yeah. you will. Um, but that's not even for, that's just for other people. So, you know, you have to say, what does success look like for you? Mm-hmm. And then kind of stepping into that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, and, and, and once I started doing that, and, and you can even share your stories too, like once I started defining what success looks like to me yeah. and my brand and my business, yes. I wasn't afraid of it. Sure. And I knew it wasn't going to get away from me because I was defining it myself. It was it was coming from me. Yes. It was for yes. me. Yes. Um, it's it's not about the cars and the money or anything like that. No. Um, I don't have a big house. I don't have a luxury car. We laughed just about this this weekend. Yes. We had this whole conversation about status <laughs> symbols. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's just a status mm-hmm. symbol of your perceived notion of success or yes. not even your perceived mm-hmm. notion of success. It's status symbols yes. of society's exactly. yeah. notion of what success is. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't mean that if somebody has a big house or a luxury car or anything like that, that, um, you know, that to diminish that in any kind of way. Um, no, and congratulations. And I think that's amazing yeah. if, if, you know, if you're able to accomplish that and get to that. But what I'm saying is making sure that that house that you have or that car that you have, mm-hmm. you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it to prove it to the neighbors or keep up with the Joneses or to yeah. fit into some some circle, if you will, oh, um, sure. or anything like that. So so once I define success, and for me, and success in my business mm-hmm. is being tr- my true authentic self to my clients. Mm-hmm. And over the couple of years in real estate, I've started stripping away some of the things that I felt were I needed to do just to um, just to be in real estate, if you will. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the the suits <laughs> and yeah, uh, yes, the you know the 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 suits and you know and all of those different things, all these networking events and 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 Gotta all this stuff. Up. Yeah, yeah, but. Now, and I was actually, you know, I was on Jesse, T, uh, Jesse T's podcast uh, today, and, and I was telling him, too, my business card, I don't even have a suit on, a suit or tie on in there. I'm yeah. in a t-shirt and jeans. It's best representative yes. of who you are. And, and who I am, and also where we are right now. And, and, um, and in that, I'm trying to represent and let people know, like, I'm just Willie Davis from the Clem, from, from Mount Clemens, from the, from the same neighborhood. Um, in the same area that a lot of my clients grew up in mm. and letting them know that I'm not somebody who's just here to take their money. I'm here to work with yeah. you, to help you to build this relationship. Absolutely. And that's kind of, once I've been able, once I was able to fine tune that and hone in on that, yes. I became what I felt even more successful Um. And not necessarily I made more money or anything, but those relationships, mm-hmm. I felt like I was better, better serving my serving clients. Them. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so important, you know, however you determine success. So, yeah. for example, there'd be moments where in my life, I determined success <laughs> as I gave everything of mm-hmm. myself in that day. I left nothing 
there was nothing more I could give. Mm -hmm. So for me, it is absolutely showing up yes. every single day, staying in the game. I've said that multiple times, <laughs> but staying in the game and showing up every single day and leaving, leaving it all on the the floor, yeah. the courts, the executive boardroom, whatever it may be. Um, but sometimes it is. It's just that could be your success. Success yeah. could look like you just showing up every damn day. And that's important. And determining how you reach that level of success is important. And mm -hmm. how you get there is going to be far-reaching. Maybe you're doing it for your family. Maybe it's just for you. Yes. But being aware of that and also knowing that that's going to shift and being patient with yourself, that that idea of success or that idea of what you're going to reach, is it a title? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can lead and manage without a title do you feel like you have to have that before you can do so yes. so i think there's many ways where is it a title because sometimes yes. you're going to work so hard to get to that title <laughs> and you get that title and it's, it's meaningless it doesn't it hold is. the same meaning yes so it's those yes. interpersonal relationships it's those connections it's those yes. um ongoing sort of the way you feel sometimes you can be dubbed successful by society yes. but you feel nothing, you feel nothing of that yes. and uh that, that's important and you can you can even get to that title if you will mm -hmm. and realize yeah whatever organization or company that you might be with you get to that svp title or something and realize oh the pay doesn't even supported not commensurate of what the title there was there was more value me just being a director exactly you know they get all this added responsibilities and mm -hmm. pressures and all of that adds up yeah too. yeah and then the other thing about you know not being afraid of success because once you kind of define for yourself what that success is or what success means to you and family mm -hmm. or your partners um then you 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 have to you own it and then you step into it. Now you have this responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, we took episodes before we've talked about purpose and stepping into your purpose and what that means. But yeah. once once you once you figure it out, yeah. now you have a responsibility to mm -hmm. to own it and to 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 wear that cape yeah. and to carry it with you. Totally. Yeah. So you, you can't say, okay, this is what success means in my business. This is what it looks like. Uh, we have X amount of sales or, you know, I've, I've built a, you know, deep relationship with my clients and so mm -hmm. on and so forth, but then not carry it out. Absolutely. I think living up to success is that old saying that, you know, with, with great success comes great responsibility. I may have butchered that, but you can put that in the subtitles. <laughs> but it's so true. It, it, you have so much greater responsibility to not only live in that, support your clients, but turn around and open the door for people behind you. Yes. To put your arm down for the ladder who's coming up next. Yes. And that's important. And help people understand why. You, you got there, how you got there, but also, and, and I think let's, let's backtrack a little bit to being scared of success. I think yes. first defining what success is for you, mm -hmm. but being scared of it. 
and, yes. and operating out of an, um, a scarcity mindset yes. or an abundance mindset. Yes, yeah. So talk to people about scarcity. Like what, if, so I think, what is your experience? Yeah, I think for, for many entrepreneurs, you take a leap of faith. A lot mm-hmm. of entrepreneurs are bootstrapping, taking or, or operating as a side gig. Perhaps yes. mm-hmm. a lot of are doing side hustles. So you don't have that income coming in, but mm-hmm. your time is scarce in that capacity. Yes. Um, and then you go through, you may be making the leap to this. It's not something that you prepared to do. Mm-hmm. And you know that you have to be very cautious. You have to be yes. very careful with your resources, whether it's time, money, people, whatever that looks like. And so you know how that feels when mm-hmm. you are, when you have minimum resources available to you. Again, yes. time, money, people, <clears throat> friends, whatever that may be. And so when you do get to a point where you have an abundance of, you will never have an abundance of time. Let me just scratch that. That's not going to happen. If you do, I would love for you to tell me what that, what that silver bullet is for um, an abundance of time. I think, I think an abundance of time is the greatest luxury or the greatest privilege there is. It's, but even entrepreneurs, like, especially like the, the, you know, some of the like r- really passionate ones too. If yeah. you do find yourself in that rare moment of like an abundance of time, we always try to fill it in oh, some way. You will fill it. Yes. You will absolutely like, what can I do? Yeah. You might you might let some clients drop off or stop working with mm-hmm. clients like, oh great, I have this extra five hours in the week. Yeah. And you know, and by the next week you've added ten more hours of work in some way. Easy. But yeah. Easily. And so I think in the times when mm-hmm. it does increase yes. your productivity or mm-hmm. the financially it increases or um, your success by your own barometer increases, yes. because you have been on the other end of the spectrum where you haven't had that. <laughs> and I talk about this from folks who have maybe been in a position where they've gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yes. I think because you've lived in a space where you haven't had an abundance of resources, mm-hmm. when you suddenly have it, it's hard to manage or yes. you don't know how to manage and you think, oh, let me either grasp onto this, let me not let it go, let mm-hmm. me not operate from a mindset of abundance where you're welcoming these things in, welcoming opportunities or you're mm-hmm. closed off to opportunities and not really honing in on how you got there and yes. what can you do to keep doing that over and over again? Yeah. I think it's like rinse and repeat. Like, okay, <laughs> how did I get you? What yes. am I going to do to keep going? Yes. Yeah, no, and I and I think I think that's important too. You know, we, you know, kind of what you were saying. You know, you you get to a point and it's like, oh, I got this all of this extra, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, you know, what to do with it, how to handle it, mm-hmm. how to manage it, mm-hmm. and that can be scary. Yeah, it's like very. No one teaches scary. you how to do that. No, and I think that was like the first. That was like one of the first challenges I had as an entrepreneur where you know you come out of your nine to five you know somebody tells you what time to be there someone tells you what to work on how long to work on it mm-hmm. when to leave yeah and when to come back and then <laughs> now all of a sudden you have it's Monday morning you have your entire week ahead of you and some work sprinkled in there you're trying to figure out okay do I do it all right now yeah do I do it on Wednesday do I wait until three o'clock on Friday to do it when right. deadline? Yeah. Um, 
and and how do I fill in the gaps, mm-hmm. building my business, um, yeah. build, building the network, and all those different things. And the thought of that can be scary too. Yeah. You might have two clients that um, are decent enough to mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm an I'm working. Yes, yes. Um, but you know that's not sustainable enough, and you need to build more. You really need to get five more clients yes. in a month. And that thought right there, that means now you got to talk to people. And, and, and even that thought of getting five more clients in a particular amount of time, if you do that, that is successful. Yes. So the things that you need to do to be successful can be scary. It can be scary. It can and be makes you not even and it, want it, to. It, 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 um, it's, uh, what is that word? It, I mean, I'm, I've lost the word, but it paralyzes you. Yes. And mm-hmm. you have all this opportunity in front of you, but you can also be paralyzed yes. by the fear of, oh, I have to do what I've already done. Mm-hmm. And you already know what to do, but it can be very paralyzing yes. knowing what it will get yeah. you to. So because sometimes, yeah, sometimes you have to do what you did again times 10. And then take that and times 20, you know, and, you, and every time you do it again, you have to do it more. So this week you talked, we got one new client and talked to, talked to five people and got one new client. Next week you have to talk to 10 people and get three. Yeah. Next week, there's, the week after you got to talk to 20 and get seven. It's not really easy. Yeah, it no. does. It, it is. And then you pour in all these other external factors, mm-hmm. right? Mind you, forget the pandemic. That's just yes. overall overarching, just yes. real tough stuff. But if you think about um, you have relationships, if you have children, mm-hmm. if you um, are on a health journey where you have changed your your routine, yes. things like that can be incredibly tough to do. Yeah. And, and it can be such a distraction because mm-hmm. now you have so many different factors at play. Yeah. So that, that can be scary too. I think it's, it's tough. So what do you do in the scary moments? What do you do when you're scared? Well, you know, a, a lot of times it's one, you know, for a moment, you know, I cry about it. I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, really like feel that pressure and that, you it's know. It's like that yeah. chest, you know, when you feel yes. that it's absolutely like a weight mm-hmm. on your chest and yes. you... um. When scream, rage, angry, yes. but it's, it's, it's that anxiety, Absolutely. like it lives here. Yes. Yeah. But then, you know, it, it, that's when you building your systems mm-hmm. come into play. So, so if there's a certain amount of clients or, or people you need to network with, clients you need to get, what are the systems that make it easy for you? If you're cold calling, I hate cold calling. I don't do it. Um, I will not do it. So I already know I'm missing out on that part of the business. So like, you know, but I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> Compensating other areas, yes, right? I don't like cold calling, but if you have to, if you have to cold call, I know some agents and other people who, you know, for three hours a day they'll cold call, yeah. and they they just get that out of the way, and just building that system. Mm-hmm. What, if you need to go to networking events, it's yeah. so easy in our world to go to a networking event every night, do a networking oh lunch gosh. and a dinner and a happy hour. You're doing three a day, but yeah. trying to find the ones that work for you. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do two a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and these are the days, these are the ones I'm going to, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the more you do it, the easier it feels. Absolutely. And it the more of a routine you yes. get. And then and you can select which are the ones yes. that are performing better mm-hmm. or bring more um return on your Absolutely. investment of time, resources, mm-hmm. whatever that could be. Yeah, yeah. So so it's not only look um, you know, 
um, it's not only saying to yourself and figuring out what success looks like to you. Right. It's what are the steps to success for you? Right. You know, um, because if success looks like one thing to to me, mm-hmm. which is looks different than Tammy. Sure. We can't use the same steps. No. You know, no, we, we can't, no, no, we can't no. do the same things. We can't do, you We're know. different people. We're different just people, in and of itself, different in different industries. Yes, you know, but, but you know, but all things being equal, if you both want to get to say, we have to, what works for me? What am I comfortable doing? Tell me, might love cold calling. Great. I by all means. Exactly. So, so if one person loves cold calling, you don't, and that's not for you, yeah. don't. Do you just don't do things that don't feel where that payoff isn't isn't there. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, there's times we had to step out of our comfort zone, and I have done cold calling before, and that and I got out of my comfort zone, um, and I did it enough to realize I don't want to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. But also, what I'll say is, you can do a myriad of different but things. You can at a mediocre level. Or you can know your strengths and double yes. down on them. And that's important too. Just because everyone yeah. else says cold calling or standing on the corner with a signboard mm-hmm. on their tomato box. Yes. Find what works for you and gives you the biggest results mm-hmm. and double down on that. Yes. I know where my strengths lie and I know where I'm going to scrape by. Yeah. I'll tell you now, I've doubled down on what I'm good at. I'm going to find someone else to, you mm-hmm. know, thrive in the area where yes, I don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then once you get that, then that success yes. will will feel better and feel more fulfilling and it won't be so scary. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's the things that you're doing that you really don't want to do and you don't like to do and and, and doesn't resonate yes, with you yeah. that you feel you have to do to get to a certain level of success. Yes. And that's why that success doesn't can seem feel, so scary. Yes. Yes. I think that's fantastic. I agree with you. I yeah. I think also it comes down to discipline. Mm-hmm. When you are scared, you are incapable of moving forward, you're experiencing anxiety in other areas of your life that have yes. now filtered into your work mm-hmm. life. Discipline is going to help you keep moving. Yes. Motivation is going to come and go. It's going to come in waves yes. and it's going to go. It's the discipline that keeps you going. Yes. It's discipline that keeps you attuned and focused on your process, on the yes. systems you put in place, mm-hmm. on waking up on time, on picking <laughs> yeah. up the phone. And it, it is certainly mm-hmm. your discipline. Even going to bed. Making sure you go to bed at a particular time or making making sure you get enough sleep. You know, this isn't, you know, something where you need to be up till three in the morning every night and waking up at 5 a.m. every day um, to get that level of success. You that seven, eight hours of sleep and and making sure, okay, I'm shutting down, shutting my brain off so I can get a good night's sleep. Absolutely. And just as you've said this many times, just as you hire a trainer Mm -hmm. for your body. hire your coach or your Mm -hmm. therapist for your mind to train your mind to be prepared for those situations. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. So I I challenge anyone that's listening to this or watching it, you know, start writing down those things. Well, first of all, start thinking about what does success look like for you and writing down those steps that you want to take to get to that level of success and what works for you, what works for your family and what works for your business. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and know that success is going to shift once you get there. Yes, exactly. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you like this episode, uh, please share it, um, leave comments and everything. If there's anything that you guys want us to talk about or hear from us, uh, let us know, message us. Um, we would love to um, love to you know tackle some of those topics. Um, but until next time, you guys stay safe and we'll talk to you soon.